Coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the award-winning Parareality Radio Show. My name's Sandman, and I'm going to be your host for the next hour. Good evening, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. Well, it's Monday, September the 2nd, 2013, first Monday of the month, and that means, of course, that it's time for another episode of Parareality Radio. By the way, Happy Labor Day to everybody. When I originally scheduled this show, I forgot that today was Labor Day. But the show must go on, right? I said I was going to do a show on Monday, September the 2nd. It's the first Monday of the month. That's when I always do my show. So here I am doing a show, laboring on Labor Day. So happy Labor Day, everybody. Hope that you are all enjoying your time off while I am stuck working, but I do this for you, right? Tonight I'm going to be taking a look into the Vatican and their stance on UFOs. You know, for centuries now, the Vatican has clung to the belief that the only life in the universe is the life that exists right here on planet Earth. It takes this stance despite the fact that there have been hundreds of thousands of people who have claimed to have been abducted by aliens and millions more around the world who claim to have seen UFOs. There are paintings from hundreds of years ago that depict flying saucers or UFOs, and a case can even be made that the Bible contains references to them. However, not too long ago, a former Vatican official came forth to say that the testimony of UFO witnesses should be accepted and taken seriously. Even Pope Benedict XVI admitted that life may exist elsewhere. Now, keeping this in mind, I have to ask the question, can theology accept an alien presence? Well, that's what I'll attempt to answer on tonight's show. First of all, let me tell you how you can get in touch with me because there are several different ways that you can go about doing this. First of all, you can reach me on Yahoo Messenger by using my screen name, which is GreyDragon98. That's G-R-E-Y-D-R-A-G-O-N with the number 98 on the back of that. That's GreyDragon98. If you're not already on my contact list, please let me know that you listen to the show whenever you send me a friend request. Otherwise... I'll probably decline your invitation, and that's thanks to, once again, all of the, even the, the spam people are now on all the instant messenger services, just crazy. So, if you're not already on my friend list, just make sure that you tell me you listen to the show. Also, you can uh, send an email to sandman at parareality.com, that's sandman at parareality.com, or go to my website, which is, of course, www.parareality.com. Parareality.com. I'm also available on Facebook. If you are like 99.9% of the rest of the world, if you're on Facebook, just look me up on Facebook. It's Sandman.Parareality. That's Sandman.Parareality. Finally, you can still call the studio line. That number to call is 615, area code, then dial 692-1170. That number to call, once again, is 615-692-1170. You can always leave a message if I don't answer 
the phone. Just be aware that I may play your comment back on the show. So if you don't want your comment played, you need to tell me that you don't want it played. I may also answer the phone as well because I'm always in the studio working and you just may catch me there. Even though uh, this particular show is a pre-recorded podcast, I still do live shows on the occasion and that's why I keep the studio line up and running. And like I said, you never know when you're going to catch me in the studio. You can just dial it seven days a week, 24 hours a day. You never know when I'm going to be in the studio. So uh, those are all the different ways that you can get in touch with me. And just to recap really quickly, Yahoo Messenger, my screen name is GrayDragon98. You can also visit my website at parareality.com. That's parareality.com. Send me an email, sandman at parareality.com. Or look me up on Facebook. That's www.facebook.com. My screen name or my Facebook whatever is sandman.parareality. Or you can always call the studio line 615-692-1170 and leave a message. All right, those are all the ways you can get in touch with me, as I said. So uh, we're going to take a little break right here, and I'm going to come back, and we're going to talk about the Vatican's stance on UFOs. And I will be back in just a few minutes.
jumping on the wall It's a clear case here, Commissar Cos all the children know They were sliding down into the valley They were slipping on the same snow Here the children Don't turn around Uh-oh Joe, Listening to the award-winning Parareality Radio, winner of the 2013 Paranormal Award for Best Radio Show. Join me, Sandman, as I take you on a journey to a world beyond science, where ghosts, poltergeists, UFOs, and other strange phenomena exist. New episodes are broadcast the first Monday of every month at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Turn on, tune in, and find out. That was After the Fire with their one and only hit back in the 80s called Der Commissar. You know, I I love that song. I've always liked that song. It's got a catchy beat to it, but I have no idea what in the hell that song is about. I have no idea what it means. Um, I just like it. So if there's anyone that's listening to this show right now, who happens to know what in the hell that song is about, would you please email me, Sandman at Parareality.com, and, and let me know what in the hell that song is about? I, I guess I could Google it or something to, to try and find out, but I'm not really feeling that ambitious. But I, I just love the song, and, and like I said, I have no idea what the hell the, the song is about. I can't even understand three-quarters of it. I just like it. So that was after the fire with Dirk Commissar. But that's not why we're here, right? We're We're here to to discuss the Vatican and their stance on UFOs. So let's get into it. Most UFO enthusiasts who monitor the Internet are by now aware that several years ago there were reports circulating around that a Vatican official made some startling statements about the reality of UFOs and alien abductions on Italian television. The main thrust, if you will, of this person's remarks was that alien abductions are not the same as demonic possession and that the testimony of UFO witnesses should be accepted and not ridiculed. If this is true, then what does it signify? Does the Catholic Church now officially recognize the reality of UFOs? 
Is it ready to confront the issue of possible UFOs in the Bible and in other ancient texts? Well, before we can know the answers to these questions, we must first set the record straight. Just who is this quote-unquote Vatican insider, this official, and just exactly what did he say? Well, the supposed Vatican insider, his name is Monsignor Corrado Balducci, and he is a retired Roman Catholic priest who still lives in Rome, and he is just so happens to be an expert on demonology and demonic possession. Now, he's written a, a, at least two books on the subject, and he's pretty well known in Italy, and he's been interviewed on television there, and uh, he's been interviewed for the printed media on many occasions for for a number of years. Over the years, he's commented publicly on matters regarding the paranormal, and when he's been asked, he's also commented on the subject of UFOs. The recent publicity surrounding Balducci, or, or I shouldn't say recent because this has been going on for a few years, but the the uh, the publicity that surrounds this this man, Monsignor Balducci, surrounds comments that he made in the course of being interviewed, not as the result of some official pronouncement on the part of the church, but rather just being interviewed as a as an individual. Um, now, these some of these remarks were made prior to his retirement. Um, some of them were most of the comments that he's has made about UFOs have been after he has retired from the church. Now, when he was still active, he was a member of the Curia of the Roman Catholic Church, which is a prelate of the Congregation for the Evangelization of Peoples and Propagation of the Faith. Now, this is an important high-level department of the church. Additionally, he served for many years as an exorcist in Rome, and now that's a position that requires appointment by high Vatican authority. Although Balducci is clearly a, or at one time was clearly a high-level um, Vatican official, uh, you could probably still say that he is an insider even though he's been retired for several years, any opinion he expresses can't automatically be accepted as the official view of the Catholic Church. But, what exactly has Balducci said about UFOs and alien abductions? Although it's not possible to know at this time all that he's said on Italian television over the years, what I do know that he has said is because he's recently clarified his remarks in interviews with uh, with UFO researchers. Um, some of his stuff can be found online on Whitley Strieber's site, uh, uh, www.strieber, S-T-R-I-E-B-E-R, strieber.com. Um, just... You can go there to to read it. Uh, he did a uh, an interview. Uh, gosh, I guess it was way back in two thousand, um, and for this uh, magazine called Magazine Two Thousand, 
um, anyway, that's that's that that entire interview can be seen um, in Whitley Strieber's book Confirmation, which came out um, right at the millennium. So some of this stuff is clearly several years old. So um, anyway, getting back to Balducci, let's let's to simplify matters. What I'm going to talk about. I'll just deal with what Balducci said and eliminate some of the things that he hasn't said about the Vatican and UFOs. Okay, so let's start by setting the record straight. Balducci, in his interviews, has not said that he is speaking on behalf of the Vatican. He's not said that his opinions are those of the Vatican or of the Church or of the Pope. He has not said that the church is investigating UFOs and gathering information on alien abductions. He has not said that there is a secret Vatican commission that is gathering information on UFOs and which will soon issue a statement to the public. And he has never discussed UFOs with the Pope, nor has he presented the Vatican with the information on the topic. All of these things have been reported. He supposedly done all of these things. But yet, in reality, he has not. Now, all that aside, what Balducci did say and has said about UFOs and alien abductions is definitely interesting and worthy of some attention. So um, I'm going to read some excerpts from his statements made during an interview, um, uh, which was uh, a couple of years ago. And... uh, This is a rather long quote, but this is what he said nonetheless. And I quote, It is reasonable to believe and affirm that extraterrestrials exist. Their existence can no longer be denied, for there is too much evidence for the existence of extraterrestrials and flying saucers as documented by UFO research. To assert categorically that they are illusions and hallucinations or that eyewitness testimony accounts are not credible, is wrong. This would have serious consequences for religion itself, since religion is founded on an historical incident on the birth of Jesus Christ, of whom we have knowledge through testimony, the Gospels. When asked if some of the angels might be extraterrestrials from planets located closer to God, this is what Balducci said. Well, if you ask whether the angels can assume a body to reveal themselves, I would have to say yes, that it is possible, but it would be an exceptional case. I would not assume that angels use flying saucers, but of course they can utilize them to show us something. I did not want to imply that angels really come to us in flying saucers. Such a claim requires scientific proof. Let science prove that angels travel in flying saucers. I shall neither rule this out nor affirm it. So, what influences will the discoveries of UFO research and of extraterrestrial life have on the the theology of the third millennium? Well, according to what Balducci says, is they will certainly influence the theology of the third millennium. He goes on to say that he wishes that theologians would orient themselves more with the help of scientific discoveries and accept parapsychology. Parapsychology is a 
as you all know, if you're a fan of the show, is a very difficult science. It has a small scientific foundation, but it relies on two facts. Number one, it employs a scientific method, method as does UFO research. And number two, the parapsychological phenomenons, uh, phenomena originate in nature, a realm we don't yet know completely. We should seek the explanations for such things as telepathy, telekinesis, psychokinesis, and stuff. We should seek the explanations for these things out. So, what does all this mean? Well, Catholics, as well as ufologists, are asking that very question. What does this mean? How official are Balducci's statements? Who, who, who is Balducci anyway? And what's the significance for re religious doctrine and for uf ufology? So at issue here is the official authority of his remarks. Is he speaking only for himself, or is he stating the official doctrine of the Catholic Church? The answer to this last question, well, it kind of has to be both yes and no. Balducci's giving his personal opinions, but, but then again, he is a priest. And priests can't say just anything that's on their minds. The church does have something to do with what priests are allowed to say. And additionally, Balducci's no ordinary priest. He's a very well-connected one. Until the words come from the Pope or from some official pronouncement, they can't be considered official church doctrine. But if such statements were to become official church doctrine, it would most certainly have dramatic implications for the entire world. Such a statement would be a, as, as close as we have come to official recognition of the reality of UFOs by a major world government. And that would surely get the attention of the world's leaders and the news media. It would create an international debate on the subject of UFOs at the highest levels of government and perhaps even the United Nations. It would even spur them to address and take this issue seriously. Additionally, Catholics the world over would see, see this as an official approval to speak openly about the subject both in and out of the church. It would go a long way toward breaking down the curtain of ridicule that obstructed the free and open discussion of UFO information for so many years. But will all this happen? To answer this, you need to, to realize just who Monsignor Balducci is. The fact that he was one time the official exorcist for the Archdiocese of Rome now, exorcism is a ritual used to rid persons of demonic possession, mind you. This, this tells volumes about his position in the church hierarchy. You don't just get this job unless you're well-trusted by the highest political levels in the Vatican. They don't just bestow this upon anybody. Exorcisms, exorcism of demons is an ancient practice having its roots in Hebrew culture even before the time of Christ. The New Testament describes many acts of exorcism performed by Jesus. For example, 
The first chapter of Mark relates how one of Jesus' first public acts was an exorcism of unclean spirits from, from a man. This act astonished the onlookers and caused the world of Jesus's power to the word of Jesus's power to spread quickly. In its fight against Satan, the church elevated exorcism to the level of high importance since its earliest days. But not every priest is allowed to perform an exorcism. He must be appointed by the church. Specifically, he must be appointed by the Department of the Church, which had authority over the rites of exorcism for the last 450 years or so. The department is called the Sacred Congregation for the Doctrine of Faith, or CDF. Prior to 1965, this body was known as the Congregation for the Holy Inquisition of Heretical Error, or commonly known as, you guessed it, the Inquisition. This is a vital part of the church's everyday affairs. It oversees the curricula of Catholic schools, investigates heresy, judges threats to the faith, disciplines priests, excommunicates sinners, and takes action where the faith is attacked and appoints exorcists. Although the day those accused of heresy, which is preaching false doctrine, are merely just simply expelled from the church and publicly censured, such people were at one time burned at the stake. Now, such actions were justified by the belief that all those who opposed the church were enemies of God, and therefore infidels. In the church, a perceived view of, rea of, of reality, enemies of God had to be eradicated. This perception served as justification for the mass murder of non-Christians during the Crusades, the witch hunters of the Inquisition, and the conquest of lands such as in the Americas occupied by the quote-unquote heathen Indians. Now, during the Inquisition, tens of thousands, some even say millions of those thought to be heretics or witches, were put to death for consorting with the devil. Often their only crime was having psychic abilities or having had some sort of paranormal type experience. Among those accused of heresy was Galileo, who dared to proclaim his belief that the earth revolved around the sun, rather than the other way around as what the church of that time believed. He managed to survive only by recanting publicly what he knew to be the truth. Another heretic was a philosopher, Giordano Bruno, who was burned at the stake in 1600 for the crime of speculating publicly that other worlds might be inhabited by intelligent beings, among other things. Now, nearly 400 years later, one of the high-ranking officials of what used to be called the Inquisition is making even more provocative statements. Balducci isn't saying that aliens might exist. He is saying that they are here and they are abducting people around the world. This, to say the least, is a dramatic and important about-face in the church's definition of heresy. So, is Balducci a heretic? Well, hardly. Balducci is without a doubt 
in a position to know that the church doesn't think his remarks are heretical. His statements most assuredly have the the blessings of the highest level of power within the church, and perhaps even the Pope himself. Of that there can be no doubt. Otherwise he would have been branded a heretic long ago. But why would the church want to get embroiled in the UFO controversy in the first place? What does it have to gain? Well, on the surface, one would have to say absolutely nothing. The subject of UFOs is a Pandora's box for any government to deal with, even the government of the Vatican. Because if UFOs and aliens are real and aliens are here, then the church will ultimately have to explain why the scriptures don't say anything about aliens and life on other planets. So if the Bible says nothing about extraterrestrials, then how can it be seen as the ultimate word of God, right? Certainly God would have known about life on other planets when he inspired those who wrote his holy word. Right, Because if God can create life on this planet, he certainly can create life on other planets as well. Or maybe the Bible does refer to extraterrestrials. Maybe the church will now begin to reevaluate its interpretation of those many passages in the Bible that seem to speak of aerial vehicles and of non-human entities that descend from the heavens uh, in chariots of fire, so to speak. So such passages as the story of Ezekiel, who describes seeing a metallic object shaped like a wheel within a wheel descend from the sky before his very eyes, would be a good example of this. The mysterious pillar of cloud that led the Israelites through the wilderness for 40 years would be another. And let's not forget the famous star of Bethlehem, which hovered over the site of Jesus' birthplace. Perhaps the church will admit the similarity between the current abduction phenomena and the stories of sexual encounters with the heavenly beings and the hybrid children in the book of Genesis and other ancient texts. For example, in the book of Genesis, reference is made to the time before the great deluge. And I quote, In those days, and even afterwards, when the evil beings from the spirit world were sexually involved with women, their children became giants, or Nephilim, of whom so many legends are told. And that's in Genesis chapter 6, verses one through seven. And in the ancient books of Enoch, found among the Dead Sea Scrolls, there's this passage. When the evil watchers descended and beheld the daughters of man, they began to corrupt themselves. When the sons of God saw the daughters of man, they could not restrain their inclination. Now, as punishment for their sins, God destroyed most of the human race and the hybrid offspring of the Watchers by causing a great flood, the Great Deluge. Were the Watchers 
beings who were given authority over the earth by God? Were these watchers extraterrestrials, or at least what we would call extraterrestrials today? Is the UFO phenomena an ancient one? If so, will the church acknowledge this, or will the church side with some UFO researchers who see UFOs as a modern phenomenon? Now, if you're familiar with the works of the late great Zechariah Sitchin, which if you're a fan of this show, you know that I am a Sitchinite, um, you will notice that there's a lot of similarities between what I have just said and passages in the Bible and uh, the beliefs and the writings of the ancient Sumerians in their cuneiform text. The Watchers can be interpreted as the Agigi, who were ancient Anunnaki, ancient astronauts. So if you haven't picked up any of Zechariah Sitchin's work, uh, the 12th Planet series, I suggest that you do so. Make of them what you will. Um, I think that he is possibly on to something there. Um, you judge for yourself. So these are crucial questions, and their answers will determine how the alien presence will be interpreted by the Catholic public. For... If this is an ancient phenomenon that is the basis for many of the world's religions, then the aliens claims that that they seeded life on Earth and created the human species is likely a valid one. And if that's the case, then what of the church's view that God created man in his own image? Will the church revisit those words in the book of Genesis and attempt to explain why the Bible tells the story of the creation of a man? And and just very quickly, here's some of the, the passages from that. And God said, Let us make man in our own image, after our likeness, and let him have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle and over all the earth. That's in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, I believe. Throughout the book of Genesis, the Bible refers to God in the plural form. Elohim. The term Elohim is plural for the Hebrew term El, meaning God. So, who were the Elohim? Was it human race created? Was it the human race created by God? Or by gods, plural, an advanced race of beings who descended from the heavens hundreds of thousands of years ago. Such, once again, if you're an ancient alien theorist, you know what I'm talking about. If you're familiar with the works of the late, great Zechariah Sitchin, once again, may he rest in peace. You know what I'm talking about there. If this is so, then is the church ready to deal with such a radical change in doctrine? Or can the church simply rationalize this by saying that even if an advanced race of beings did create humankind, they did so by the will of God, for it was God who created the alien race? 
Such a solution would serve to make the Bible understandable to many who found it confusing. I know I'm one of those people. It, it would also place the current UFO phenomena in its proper perspective in the opinion of a lot of people as well. But don't hold your breath until this happens. Changing the Catholic Church in the past has taken literally hundreds of years. Balducci's comments certainly mean that there's a, a, a thaw, if you will, in the church's views about extraterrestrial life, but it's not to be seen as official by any means. Remember, he's not an official spokesperson for the church. He is retired. We're likely to see a long and vicious battle between conservative elements of the church, which are opposed to change, and proponents of a more liberal view. And it may be that the Vatican simply doesn't want to be left out of the UFO discussion should some event occur which proves that UFOs are real. Certainly the church would want to be seen as a leader in the intense discussions that would follow such an event. By allowing Balducci to speak out now, the church can say later that it's had an open mind about things like this for a long time. But however it unfolds, the church's efforts to address the issue of UFOs is certainly going to make for an interesting news in the years ahead. And I know of at least one person who's going to continue to monitor this situation closely. So, you're probably wondering why now, why only now, is the Vatican bothering with their admission that aliens probably exist? Well, the statement by the Vatican is actually very timely and is due to a sequence of events that occurred at Vatican City since and before Pope John Paul's death in uh, 2005. When the Pope died back in uh, April, April the 2nd of 2005, a Romanian news channel filmed a UFO over St. Peter's Basilica. The video, taken from a network feed camera at around 6 a.m. Roman time, uh, was uh, filmed as Pope John Paul II lay in state. Now, just an interesting little side note here. All videos of this have since been deleted from YouTube, so you, you good luck finding a video of, of this event. Uh, anyway, since then... The Vatican apparently had numerous visits from UFOs which have been captured on camera. As a result, since 2005, the Vatican's been preparing for the imminent disclosure to the public that UFOs are real. And this is one of the theories of why Balducci has been has come forth and started talking in the last few years, uh, almost exclusively about UFOs, because there is the theory goes that um, the the Roman Catholic Church has instructed Balducci, who uh, 
once again is or was at the time a member of the Curia, which is one of the governing bodies of the the Vatican, um, to oversee research about how to explain that the UFO and ET phenomena is real and how it can coexist with Catholicism. And that's so the public doesn't get too freaked out when it happens. So since then, Balducci has gone on Italian national television several times. I think if if think if you were to to count it up, it's probably anywhere between five and ten times. Uh, anyway, he's gone on Italian television to proclaim that extraterrestrial contact is a real phenomenon. And he's provided analysis of extra of extraterrestrials that he feels is consistent with the Catholic Church's understanding of theology. So there's one of your conspiracy theories, so to speak, um, about why the church has waited all this time, all the way up until now, to come forward and start publicly talking about aliens and the the possibility of life existing on other planets. So, with all of my ramblings tonight about Monsignor Balducci and his views on UFOs and extraterrestrials. Have we really answered any of the questions about the Vatican's view? Well, you can say yes and you can say no. Remember I've said that Balducci, even though he has, is uh, at one time he was a high-level official in the Vatican, has since retired, and his opinions do not express the opinions of the Catholic Church, I have presented some evidence that maybe he has been planted by the Catholic Church to plant the seed, if you will, of acceptance of extraterrestrial presences. Now, there is a... um, little known um, how can I say this? There, there, there's a, a, a belief that back in 1955 that Dwight D. Eisenhower met with extraterrestrials in, in his quote unquote first contact. Now what does this have to do with what I've been talking about? Well this is what I'm trying to explain. There's a little known um, um, fact of this that the Catholic Church was involved in these meetings. It's called the Secretum Omega meetings. And Basically, the Catholic Church was involved in these meetings with Eisenhower and other top officials, and this secret Omega group uh, met with these aliens. They um, 
filmed them for something like 20 or 30 minutes with these uh, special kind of cameras because the ones that they were using back then didn't function in the presence of the aliens or whatever. But anyway, they had this meeting with the aliens, and at the end, they all vowed never to reveal what uh, the other had seen, you know, what they had all had seen and talked about. Uh, it's it's called the Secretum Omega. Um, so there's belief out there that the Vatican has known since 1955 and probably even before that but definitely since 1955 that there has been life outside of this planet and of course the catholic church in my opinion and i'm not the only one that feels this way it, it, the catholic church is probably one of the most corrupt organizations that has ever been in existence in the history of mankind um, they have been involved in so many just evil nasty things it wouldn't surprise me that if they were involved in in meeting with extraterrestrials that they would want to suppress this for as long as they could so they could still hold power if you will over the masses but seeing as how technology is advancing and how basically the future is now i think that the catholic church has backed themselves into a corner because for so many centuries they have claimed that god created all life and that life on this planet is the only life in the universe and there cannot exist they're, they're just the possibility of life on other planets is just preposterous. I think that they've they painted themselves into a corner because of their stand on this, and they know that they're wrong. And I think they're they're scrambling now, trying to figure out how they're going to get themselves out of this. So it makes sense that they would plant somebody out there to come forth and say, well, you know, I'm not really with the church anymore, but I'm going to give my opinions on this. The church can't do anything to me now because, you know, I'm retired. And maybe he's still, maybe this Balducci guy is still working with the church. Maybe he's not retired after all. Maybe he's part of some grand elaborate plan that the Vatican has to help get themselves out of this corner that they've painted themselves in. If you stop to think about it, it makes sense. Of course, now, the subject matter of a show such as this is always going to be out there, you know, way out in, in the left field. But if you're listening to the show, you're obviously... You're obviously into stuff like this, so I think what I'm saying makes sense. If 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 the Catholic Church has proof or even suspects that there is life on other planets and that these alien races have been coming here for a long time, uh, 
then it's going to just totally destroy everything that they have been talking about for centuries, for 2,000 years. So they're going to have to figure out some way to get themselves out of this big lie that they perpetrated. So it makes sense to start sowing the seeds now. I don't know. You know, if you've listened to this show for any length of time, I've never really been, um, I've never done a lot of shows about uh, UFOs and aliens, extraterrestrials and uh, abductions and stuff like that. I'm just not a huge, um, I'm not saying that I don't believe that, that life on other planets exists. I'm not saying that, uh, they haven't come here in some shape, form, or fashion. I certainly believe both of those things. I'm just not a really big proponent of... of uh, I'm not a big believer that people are being abducted by aliens and anally probed and, and having their sperm sucked out of them and having hybrid babies created and stuff like that. I'm, 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 just, I'm, I'm not saying that it hasn't happened or that it couldn't happen. I'm just saying I don't think it happens with as much frequency as what all of these people think that it does. And But if stuff like that is happening, if aliens do exist and they are here and the church knows about it, wouldn't it make sense that they would, A, cover it up, and B, whenever they have found that they can no longer cover it up, wouldn't it make sense that they would start to plant the seeds of of I'm not going to say doubt, but they would start playing the seeds of acceptance as soon as they possibly could. As I just said a while ago, I don't know what the future is going to hold in the years to come of all of this Vatican and, and UFO acceptance and extraterrestrials and all of that. I, I, I certainly don't know what the church's efforts to address the issues of UFOs and extraterrestrials is going to make is, is going is going to be, but it's certainly gonna be interesting in the years to come, and I know that I'm going to continue to monitor this situation closely, as I just said. So that about wraps it up for the show this evening. I got about uh 10 minutes or so left. So I just want to, uh, I hope that you enjoyed tonight's show and my ramblings on the topic of the Vatican and UFOs and extraterrestrials and Monsignor Balducci. I hope that you got something out of it. Let me know what you thought about it by dropping me an email. That's sandman at parareality.com. Also, please remember to just visit my website, www.parareality.com. You can find out all kinds of information about the show on the website. You can listen to the current show. You can listen to past shows. Um, I've uh, every, uh, every month, the first Monday of the month, I always do a brand new Parareality Radio on the second Monday of every month, I will post a replay of my old Alive 365 shows. And on the third Monday of every month, I will post a replay of uh, when I did my stint on 
a local terrestrial radio station here in the Nashville area called WRFN. Um, so you can listen to current shows. You can listen to past shows from Live 65, Live 365, and WRFN. You can do that. Just uh, click uh, click on the Listen to Parareality Radio tab and uh, get your fill of Parareality Radio there. Uh, you can also click on the Extras tab there on the home page, and uh, you can join the official Parareality Radio Forum. It's free to join. You can shop in the Parareality Radio store and even watch some old uh, show videos and other stuff that I have on that page. Uh, also, don't forget to look me up on Facebook. That's sandman.parareality. You can hear the show there as well, and you can also find out more about what's going on in the world of Parareality there on Facebook. Now, real quickly about the Parareality Radio Forum. It is free to join. I've been trying to get the forum. Uh, at one point in time, back when I had the Live 365 show, the forum was up and running and I had a lot of people. Um, I would really like for you guys to join the forum. If you're if you're an old member and you can't remember what your username and password is, just email me, sandman at parareality.com, and let me know what your name is or if you maybe you're having trouble logging in just let me know and i'll be glad to reset your password for you or heck even give you a new username and password it's free to join and uh you can post basically anything so uh just go to parareality.com click on the extras tab and join the parareality radio forum also um take a minute to uh, look around the parareality radio store all proceeds from the sales of my items in the Parareality Radio store, go right back into the production of Parareality Radio. I do not make a dime off of that, so I'm not asking for you to go to the store so I can make money. I'm asking you to go and buy stuff from the store to support Parareality Radio and help me stay on the air. So if you, you know, we've got hats, shirts, uh, t-shirts. Um, calendars, mugs, coasters. Um, I've even got pajamas, T-shirts, tank tops, underwear, panties for the ladies. There's just all kinds of things there that you can get your fill for Parareality Radio. Show your love for Parareality Radio. Go to the store and help support the show. Help Parareality Radio stay on the air www.parareality.com click on the extras tab and you can shop in the Parareality radio store well as I said that does it for this evening everybody I will be back uh, on Monday October the 7th 2013 with another episode of Parareality radio so make sure you turn on tune in and find out I hope that this radio program opens your mind up to new ways of thinking, expands your consciousness, and produces a change in the way that you see the world. If you wish to change, you must lift the veil of ignorance that has been cast over your eyes. Only then will you see the true power of the universe. I hope that you have a wonderful evening, and I will see you again on